Melissa posted the link to vote for me to be on the cover of Miss Health and Fitness magazine. That's right. I didn't know it was a daily thing. It's daily vote. Oh, fuck. I got to get on there. Every day. I get dropped down. Do you really? I think I went from third to fourth. I haven't checked it today, Oh, though. shit. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure I vote every day. Kathleen. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. And this is the wonderful Joelle. And this is our Q&A show. We do this three times a week. We do it live streaming for all the folks that are on uh, Facebook. Thank you for joining in. For all the folks that are watching live on YouTube, thank you as well. And for all the folks watching the replay, thanks for taking the time for that. And for the 20 podcast platforms, thank you. Wow, you know, 20? we love the fact that you're on the podcast. We love that you can do this, but you've got to also watch the visuals too. So if you have an opportunity it's pretty to important. Jeff did my hair the last one. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, imagine yeah. seeing that, like just hearing that. It wouldn't guys, work. Uh, it sounded like like an SM scene, if you did. ask me. I know. I know. It's like, oh my god, you're pulling me, you're twisting me, that hurts. Yeah. Oh my god. It's you're like so rough. Sounded like nipple torture there for a second. So and so this is a um it's a QA show. You type in your question at the bottom. A lot of people ask, like, how do I ask really a question? Slanted. Like, look how crooked we are. <laughs> well, now you're going to like the other extreme. No, we'll leave it like that. And then um, we do something called Jeff Kelman Seminars. We're back on the road. We'll be in New Jersey before you know it. Then Providence. Yeah. And then Canton, Ohio. So we got three that are looking pretty, pretty good. Um, but go to jeffkelmanseminars.com and you can see the full schedule. And we're also starting to plan the 2021 schedule as well. Um, it's going to be good. You know, you know those little temperature checks that you hold up to people's forehead? I ordered a bunch of those. We'll have that at the seminar. We're going to follow as many guidelines as we can. We have everybody's phone number and address that attends. Um, we'll do as much spatial dis you know, distancing as we can. Um, and I think it's going to be good. The big, I think the big issue I'm having is now is like snacks. Like Get all bag stuff, pre-packed I probably stuff. will. And I'm probably going to encourage people, like, bring your own hand sanitizer, even though we have it, and also think about your own food. But we'll, we'll supply it, obviously. We'll supply it. But some people might be weird about that. I don't blame them. Anyway, and then we have the training center, which is where, 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 which is where we are here. We, we, we stream live from the training center, I would say, most of the time. Yeah. Um, um, this is actually um, our office and um, uh, uh, where our dogs stay. In this room right here, there's five dogs lying all around us right now. Um, Angelo's off doing something. Um and uh, this, we do everything though. This we do like, you know, you know, start to finish, teach behaviors and stop behaviors. We're really well known for human aggression, dog aggression, massive leash reactivity, a lot of anxiety and fear-based stuff. Mm. But on this show and on my seminars, which by the way, it's Jeff Gelman seminars, problem solving seminars. So people go there to learn how to stop unwanted behaviors. Right. That's what, that's what, kind of that's what the seminar is for. Yep. That's what the seminar is for. It's like, Oh, yeah, I went to a uh, seminar on how to um, increase sales in my company. Awesome. That's great. So, so how do you, um, what did you learn about um, uh, how to uh, 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 design a new website? Basket weaving. They didn't do, do design a new website, even though, you know, websites are good for, you know, revenue streams. But it's like, but they didn't go over that. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk about that. So, um, so, and then you'll hear me talk. So you hear me talk a lot about the word punishment, correction, tolerable uh, you know, consequence, because that is how you stop unwanted behaviors. In fact, I did a, a little semi rant 
on my Instagram stories. If you want to jump over to my Instagram stories at some point after the show today, just talks a lot about the unethics in dog training and how um, people are being sold a bill of lies that you can stop a behavior, especially aggression, but any bad behavior with a reward. Meanwhile, please, please, please keep in mind when you hear me talk about corrections, we clicker train and food train every dog on our property. Mm -hmm. But step one, step one, historically of a badly behaved dog is to stop the behavior. And then after that, you're going to have all kinds, you can do all kinds of stuff. So let's just jump into the questions. We normally don't finish all the questions. I apologize. It's a free show. All right, Zach. Hold on. Do you want to show off your haircut live? Angela's I got haircut. my haircut yesterday. yesterday. Okay, oh, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I Looks knew great. you were going to do that eventually. <laughs> you always do that. Do I? Okay. Yes. Okay, well. You Every time you do like Yeah, but you're, but you're still here. So go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right, guys. Let's go. Sorry, Joel. Remember when he was like so small? Like, this is so weird. He's like, remember when he'd come in, like, with just, like, his little pull-up on? Be like, good night, YouTube. Yeah, do you, do that you was know? only two years ago when I first started doing these videos. Yeah, I know. That was his night. Yeah, he was out of diapers, but still wore a pull-up. And, and he'd be all quiet You know what I thought about the other he day? He all bashful You know what stuff? I thought about the other day? He came home from the hospital at 48 hours old, and he started working dogs. Mm. He was in his little car seat, and he was in front of six dogs. He has not stopped working dogs since he was two days old. And what I mean by working dogs is he's been around them. He's been around them constantly. Best distraction like I'm like in the world. Out of view. Can you like turn the camera just a little? That way? Yeah. There we go. Okay, there we go. Let's jump into it. All right. Zach, my raw present mix is always sniffing. He knows duration down. What is the best way to correct him for searching, sniffing, scavenging for food on the floor when he isn't in the down? So here's a great thing I am not against dogs sniffing the ground. I think we talked about this last time. What I am against dogs is, say you're on the walk and they're constantly sniffing the ground. And I don't care that you've got a nose dog, like, like you know, all your nose, like, categorized, like a beagle, bloodhound, you know, all your hounds. Like, they're sight hounds and people are, like, they're convinced that they can't stop them from running after things. It's like, it's a sight hound. It's like, yes, you can. It's called dog training. So what do you do? The question really is, how do you stop your dog from something? So the answer is, you're going to correct it from sniffing now. How do you correct it? Remember, whenever ever I talk about the word correction or punishment, you're not you're not upset, you're not yelling, you're not screaming. It's like we got a little bit of hate, you know, every day. But some one of the hateful comments was like, you know, uh, you know, you believe in yelling at dogs? Actually, no, I don't. It's like literally the number one thing. And we're it's like against. you do realize that most dog owners, though, they yell at their they dogs. yell at their dog. And ironically, you probably have yelled at your dog too. So. Put down the stone, get away from you believe in yelling at dogs. <laughs> my house. It's like, you know, and it's just it's just so funny. It's like, so it's neutral. It's just matter of fact, neutral. Like we've I've had dogs, many dogs jump in my face to try to bite me. I'm not upset with you. I just have to give you information that says don't do that. So <laughs> dog sniffing on the ground, leash pop up. Dog sniffing on the ground, remote collar correction. And then tell the dog what to do. But that's the thing is you got to still tell the dog what to do, but don't tell the dog what to do to stop the unwanted behavior. Stop the unwanted behavior. And then step two, tell the dog what to do. Next. Um, Melissa said, good evening. All. Hey, Melissa. How are you? Kathy B. Hey, everyone. Hey, good to have you here, Kathy B. Lori. Hello, everyone. Hello, Lori. Hey, Rainbow in the Dark says hello. It's always Laura good to see you in the dark. Hello. And Laura, 
you too. Tiffany, hi guys. Appreciate you both. Been following for years and have learned so much. Tiffany, I love your dedication. Thank you. Michelle, hopefully you will get a laugh out of this. I have a new favorite correction tool. I need to train my dogs to leave my bird alone so we can have more enrichment time. I put the bird cage on the floor, picked up my boy's toy lightsaber. It was just there and defended the bird. Let me tell you, my dogs don't give a fuck about this bird. <laughs> Did you make a video and put like Star Wars theme music to it? Is that what that lightsaber is from? Yeah. Star Wars? Yeah. So that's, I'm not into really science fiction. But really, movies. if you think about it, Michelle, you used spatial pressure. Yes. Same as a whip. Yep, exactly. Yep. Good job. Excellent job. Good. I love the fact that like, so that's the concept is this. Great point. Spatial pressure. Mm -hmm. So you used a known, well-practiced training technique that gets you very predictable, positive results that we have used tens of thousands of times. Mm -hmm. That Watch animals in the, in the wild. They use spatial pressure. You know what I mean? So spatial pressure is something for everybody to be aware of. Because if you're not aware of it, it can get you bit, but you can also do it in a controlled environment for a positive outcome to stop an unwanted behavior. So next. Diana, Jeff, do you do business consulting on Skype? I do, yes, I do. So what I do is actually, we don't do, it's not called Skype anymore. I use StreamYard. I use the same software program that we're on now. So it's pretty cool. Plus you don't need any fancy software. You can do it right from your phone. Anyway, so I do business consulting, personal growth. Um, I do big picture social media. And then Joelle will do more of the technical stuff. Technical and we also reality. actually are starting actually officially now. Um, we actually can help you with your video editing, make small small videos for you, like the one minute clips before and after compilations. So if anybody ever wants to hire us for that, we can do that um, for your company. You have to put, you supply all the video though. You supply the narrative. We'll just produce the content for you. Captioning and all that stuff. If you've seen our one minute clips and you like those. And then obviously um, um, dog training as well. Whether you're a dog trainer, how to run your facility, or I get a lot of dog trainers that Skype with me on how to troubleshoot like a boarding train that's with them right now, or they went to a one-on-one -on -one and they're like, they're trying to troubleshoot it because they really wanna be able to help as many owners as possible. That's what I really like about our audience. Our dog trainers, uh, you know, our dog trainer fan base is so powerful. Like if you read the headlines, you'd think every dog trainer had hated me yeah. and every dog owner hated me. Well, those are just people that don't like me. But the fact of the matter is we've got a humongous fan base of dog owners and dog trainers who really like we've started their careers and they look to us for 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 support and information. Mm -hmm. And I and I like that. And I'm always willing to willing to help out. Next. Um, Diana, by the way, hello, you guys rock. Oh, thank you, Diana. Kathy, Michelle taught my dogs that my birds are a huge no. My Dutch leaves the room when I get a bird out. Yep, that's all you gotta do. Destiny, good evening. I want to say thank you for all the priceless information you provide for free. I recently adopted a seven-year-old dog with fear, aggression, and severe separation anxiety with the help of your videos and recommended torture devices, yep. LOL, at the old women who stare at my dog's prong and e-collar. After three months of consistently working, he's not an ass anymore. So, Destiny, you are the difference between success and unsuccess. Number one, you put the work and the time in. Number two, you use tools, techniques, and philosophy that actually work. And you stuck to it. And that's the magic. Yep. That's the magic of all of it. Even like, even people that say like clicker training doesn't work. It's like, yes, it does. But what are you trying to do? Mm -hmm. And you also probably didn't stick to it. Right. And you might have done it wrong. But 
yes, it does work. You got to stick to it. You got to be consistent. Just like, you know, Joel does, you know, fitness and, and um, you know, uh, nutrition consulting um, and has a great Patreon channel and has got a huge tribe around her that's fucking tribe. Is they're like, amazing. They're rocking. But anyway, but it's like, it's consistency. Yeah. So it is. That's all I preach. And, and, impulse, and impulse control. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Melissa posted the link to vote for me to be on the cover of Miss Health and Fitness magazine. That's right. It's kind of, I didn't know it was a daily thing. It's daily vote. Oh, fuck. I got to get on there. Every day. I get dropped down. Do you really? <laughs> I think I went from third to fourth. I haven't checked it today, Oh, though. shit. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure I vote every day. Kathleen. Hey, guys. Any tips on getting your dog to stay closer to you on hikes? Mm. I don't want him in a heel. And he always recalls, but it would be nice if he wasn't always like 50. Yeah, away. actually. So what you can do, Kathleen, is you can make your bubble smaller. How do you do that? Recall your dog at a higher level when it's not 50 feet away. So literally, it's you get you get out of your vehicle, you you know, your your dog runs, runs, you know, starts on the trail or the field or whatever, literally 15 feet away. Call your dog back, and if you use a remote collar, correct it as well at the same time. What it's going to do is it's going to get your dog to have this, the thinking behind it. Not that I'm a mind reader, but I've done this so many times to go, I better really, number one, stay in tune with my owner a little bit more, check in with him a little bit more, and also do a lot of recalls from close things. So your dog's always voluntarily now just running back, checking in, good job, and yep, keep going. All right, do that. Next. Lori, Joel, no glasses. You look tan again. I just spray tan before the show. But no glasses. You just no. you why did you have why did you have glasses on the other night? Um, because I was editing a lot. So those are my blue light. Those are your blue light ones, right? Yeah. I don't have prescription yeah. glasses. Those blue light ones you probably you, should. You, um no, your eyesight is so good. Well, your far away I'm eyesight's far, good. No, far I can't see stuff far away. That's you, why I hate driving at night too. Who's you're the master of finding chucket balls at a distance? But that's like an orange dot. I'm talking about like reading though. I can't read road signs to save my life from far away. Like exit signs. But the important things in life, like finding lost chucket balls. Yeah, that's... <laughs> okay, that. that's sort of like important. Next, $4.99 a piece. That's important. Road sign. Now eh, we miss the exit. We'll just waste five bucks in gas. I'm like, literally Dude. petrified to drive at night so bad. Um, Noah, awesome show. Thanks. Rochelle, what are fair expectations for six-month-old GSC? So all depends on what when you started putting the work in and how much time you spend training the dog. I mean, theoretically, a six-month-old dog could know... 20 commands, do a two-hour downstay, have an excellent recall, or you can have a six-month-old dog that shits, pisses in the house, destroys the house, can't um, can't be created up, massive separation anxiety, human aggression, dog aggression, doesn't know any commands. Like it all depends. It all depends on like how long have you owned the dog, how much time do you put into the training. But there's no reason why a six-month-old dog cannot be proficient at a minimum on a leash in every basic obedience command, heel next to you, not be reactive. Now, be careful though, don't take it for granted because at nine months, 12 months old, the dog sort of changes a little bit. 18 months old, they change again. So don't take for granted that your six month old dog is doing well because it could flip on you and then you're confused. Um, but, uh, so I don't know what your dog is doing. I don't know what your expectations are next. Laura, I've been working with my GSD on downstays and automatically sitting down when I call his name and he comes over. I've been trying to find a video of yours on Double Down, but couldn't find one that shows the steps. Well, we talk a lot about it and demo it at every single seminar we do. Yeah. If I do, I have an official. I think we made I a video we on that. one from I think it was Hawaii. How to do a double down? Is it up on YouTube? You think? Should be. 
It might be in the Patreon channel. Do you do it yourself, maybe, or is it just out there? Go go video. into my okay, go into my search box on my YouTube channel and just type in double yeah. and it must double it must have double down and double down. But anyway, double down is usually done with a dog and a down. It's we historically do low level remote collar pressure on continuous. You can use the verbal. So a dog's running it down. You can say down again. Remote collar, low level. Imagine the pressure from the remote sort of pushing down the head very gently and slowly. Just imagine that. If you have to give a little bit of leash guidance, you can. But dogs get it really quick. Like literally at a weekend seminar, almost every dog learns it. Usually in the first 15 minutes, they learn it. Mm -hmm. Next. Diana says, oh, Nicole says, cool hair, dude, and nice haircut. Oh, to Angelo, not you. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. You didn't get a haircut. You think somebody can compliment my hair? Not haircut. Nobody would know. You take off this much. You sound it's the same as me. It's like, hey, guys, I got my hair cut. Nobody would ever know. I do. No, I do not cut my hair. I trim my hair. And I notice that. You take this much off. I notice when you trim your hair. Next. She dusts my hair. Dust it. Dust it. Next. Melissa posted the link to your Instagram. Ay, 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 I got bummed. Ay, ay, ay. That's what she said. Say something. You look lovely tonight. Great, thanks. You're welcome. Mackenzie, I think an intermission of hair tutorials would be great. I agree with Joelle about each show getting weirder, but I'm loving it, especially the noodle edit. Eating noodles out of ass. Yeah. That might have been... That wasn't your best laugh. That might be in the top five. I don't think I even laughed that hard. I'm the one who just like made the joke. No, you laughed. I did. You lost your shit. Yeah. Oh. You lost your shit a couple of times. Just when you thought you were done. Just when you thought you were done, you like. I just ran with that one. You but you exploded again. I don't know. Next. I don't know anymore. Noah, my five month old Akita. Hi, Mackenzie. By the way, Mackenzie, I'm open to doing another hairstyle tonight, but. Don't touch my effing hair. See. Noah, my five-month-old Akita started out good and flipped his lid and threw a fit first day today. Um, your five-month-old dog might just be trying to push boundaries. So what you need to do is the bonker is good for that. But don't be number one, don't be surprised if your dog now starts going, fuck you. Just don't be surprised. A lot of dogs will do that at that age. Usually a little bit older they start, but don't be surprised. Next. A rainbow in the dark. My husband got a Samoyed puppy. He starts... She he started her out on a harness and is now upset with her pulling. Surprise! I'm taking over training. I mean, I'm I'm not against necessarily harnesses for certain applications, like applications where the dog would you you would want your dog to pull. That is why the harness was designed. Now, a lot of harnesses are designed because dogs don't know how to walk on a leash, and they would, collars were choking the dog. Mm. But instead, just train the dog how to walk next to you. And then you don't need the harness. That can be done. Next. Um, where am I? Karen Wright. Angelo's definitely getting older. His face. Looks I know different. that before and after photo picture of his haircut, it was like he looked like a different person. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, and then I saw him and I'm like, oh, you're the same kid. Me and Brittany, I think every day we're like, when did this happen? Right. Like some new behavior, some new sass. We're like, when did that happen? Remember when he didn't talk back? Remember when he was so nice? <laughs> it was funny. He came in. He came in the office today, and he goes, "This is during lunch." Um, he likes to eat lunch out on, in the in the front lobby there. Papa, 
I think I'm allergic to cheese. I don't think I'm lactose intolerant, but cheese makes my tummy upset. I know I'm not a lactose intolerant because I can milk, I can drink milk as long as I drink it slow. <laughs> I'm like, okay, there you go. So I said, Ange, maybe just stop eating cheese for a little bit and see what happens. Okay. And then he's like, do you want my cheese? I'm like, sure. I Next. Cheese. Next. Um, Sarah, how do I get a dog to stop pooping in the kennel when I'm not home? I've sat for hours with a baby monitor outside trying to catch him in the act, but he seems to know when I'm gone. Only happens when I'm not at the house. He doesn't give a hoot about sitting and rolling in it. Oh, all those dirty dogs. All right. Ugh. So what I want you to do is this. Well, a couple of things you can do is, is, is you can make sure the crate is smaller width wise. And then also height-wise, you lower the roof of the crate by just putting something in there. So the dog is technically has to do it lie down. That doesn't mean the dog can't shit lying down. But, and this is not forever either, guys, by the way. It's like, no, your dog, but it's part of the training. You know, it's part, it's part of training. So it's like jumping out of an airplane. Do I always have to have somebody strapped to my back? It's like, no, but we're doing a tandem jump right now. I it's like, want somebody, just in case. Just in case. I would feel safer without that because you do realize that somebody can like dive down and help you. So if you deploy your parachute first and something has a malfunction, somebody that's a really experienced skydiver can actually like How? Help, all in body position and aerodynamics. Oh. Yeah. So um so that, that's what you do with the pooping in the crate next. And also monitor the dog's food and water next. Edwin, hello. Any tips on working with two dogs? Sometimes I call one of my dogs from place and the other comes as well. Then I said no and both go back. Right. To I know. Things. I know. I know. So what I want you to do is start doing name recognition training. Um, so what I want you to do is you're going to do um, a put put one dog on a leash on a tie back and the other dog, um, uh, you'll call it by name and call it to you. If the other dog tries to come to you, it will be self-corrected. Um, and then you can start swapping them off doing that. Next. A rainbow in the dark. Is there a prong color you suggest for long hair dogs? Three millimeter. We don't use anything more than a three millimeter. That three millimeter is the gauge. And then there's different lengths, obviously. So you take out prongs and you put prongs in next. Karen, or it could just be his haircut. About Angelo looking different. It's like his face. Yeah, definitely. Well, he was, he was definitely needed a haircut. Yeah. He was way overdue. Melissa posted the link to schedule a virtual one-on-one -on -one with you. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Sarah, <laughs> he also gets daily structured walk and sniff play explore time so he's fulfilled in other areas. Mm. Even if we're talking about the Rottweiler stick from the ground? No, the dog that shits in the crate. Oh, yeah, but, but getting walks and getting stimulation from a lot of things have nothing to do with shitting in the crate. They're not connected. Next. Nicole, what do you do when your dog attacks up leash when you give a correction with the e-collar? Um, you, your timing might be off. You may, it might be human error. Just that's why it's happening. But how do you stop that is you should always learn how to do self, a self-preservation move. So self-preservation move, your, your levels might be too high, but, but now let's talk, let's flip it. Cause someone's going to say, well, if you didn't shock your dog, it wouldn't do that. Okay. Smarty pants. I've had dogs climb the leash on me without a remote collar, just walking them on a flat collar, on a martingale collar. I've had a dog that like... Look at Creed on day one. He was on a slip lead. He was on a slip lead. Attacked everybody. Yes, on a slip lead. Yep. And he's never had anything but a slip lead on. Yep. 
up. I'm just trying to get him from point A to point B. It's an objection. So what I do is arm goes out, foot goes out. Oh, my God, you kick your dog. No. The dog is what? I don't know if anybody knows what coming up the leash at you is. What dogs do is they grab onto the leash and you have to hold out because you don't want to play tug of war with your dog. Okay. Then they start biting it and biting it and biting it and they get closer to your hand. And any time between point A and point B, they can also let go of the leash and come at you. So now, not only will they get your hand or arm, they might release it, but now they're going to go, oh, I'm just going to bite you, the, me. So we have a brand new series coming out. It's um, You're putting it out tomorrow? Mm -hmm. It's called Man in the Arena. And what it's going to do is it's going to ask a quick, quick questions like this. What would you do in the moment? In the moment, the lion was released from the cage. You are in the arena with your shield and sword. The lion comes at you, knocks a shield and sword out of your hand. Now you're standing there. What would you do? Man in the arena. So we're going to talk about like when you're in the depths of things, you have to have a skill set to know what to do. It's easy to sit up in the up in the stands and give advice. But what would you do when you're actually boots on the ground? Two different things. That sounds all good in theory, but what do you do? So what do you do? Arm up, foot out. You will not climb the leash at me. Next. Kimberly, what do you do when you high-level correct your barking dog? 100 for five seconds doesn't work. I usually don't correct at 100 for five seconds for barking. So I would say you might have bad fit. You might have bad fit of the collar. I don't know what brand of collar it is, but I don't, I don't do a five-second correction for barking. I do a split second correction, literally like tap, probably isn't even one, one full second. And it's usually not at a hundred. It doesn't, it, it historically doesn't need to be. So I would check fit next. Caitlin, love you guys. Always right on the nose. Cool. Thank um, you, Caitlin. Right on the nose. I don't know if I've ever heard that. Right on the nose. Right on the nose. You're always on point. On point. Hmm. Andrea, how do you stop a four to six month old frustrated over aroused dog from biting? Not just play mouthing stuff, hard biting down. Okay. So you want to stop that? today right now what i would do is bonk the dog so if you guys don't know what a bonker is look up bonker okay look up bonker and oh this is a cotton towel and this is what this is another good example here of like if you don't stop this that dog is going to end up dead mm -hmm. this is the reality that people have to remember when you have a four to six month old dog and some people are like no we worked on it for it took you know after about two months it stopped biting me i'm like two months like how many and I've seen I've 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 had clients who come in scarred up. It's like, do I need to call the domestic violence hotline? And I'm not yeah. joking. I take domestic violence very seriously. 87% of my clients are female. They always have been. And it's like I'm very, very aware of that. But I'm just saying it's like, whoa, why do you have so many bruises on you? Yeah. And they're like, it's from my dog. And they're not lying to me because they're like, I've watched their dog's behavior. It's not like, oh, I fell down the stairs. That's why I have a black eye and a broken nose. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, that's really from the dog. Mm -hmm. So no bonk. You won't ruin the relationship with you and the dog like you're told. You won't make your dog more aggressive. Now, could your dog think it's a game and go at you harder? Sure. That's because you actually didn't correct hard enough. You underwhelm the dog. 
You're not going to cause brain injury like some of the videos out there say. Your dog's eyeballs are not going to pop, pop out like some of them say. And it is not abuse. Abuse is coming home from work every day and kicking your dog for no reason. That's abuse. What's abuse is not stopping the dog from biting you. Your dog's abusing you and you will turn that dog into a shelter. And so many people say, I would never give up my dog. Yes, you would. Yeah. I would hope you would if it was attacking you every day. I would hope you'd give up your dog or put your dog down if it was attacking your child every day and you couldn't get help and you didn't know how to stop it. How dare you not protect your child? Mm. So, yes, you would put down your dog. Next. Um, see, I can barely read it even from right there. Okay. Amazing. Hey, guys. Hope all is well. How do I get my 16-week husky to stop trying to eat everything when on a walk? We already um, answered that question, sort of, so you would correct it. But it's only 16 weeks old, so what you're going to do is you're going to do just gentle pops up. Gentle pops up on the leash. Michaela, good afternoon. I'm finally in the process of opening my dog training business. Look forward to booking a business consultation with you and a social media consultation. Awesome. So, Michaela, first of all, congratulations. Second of all, remember, you're not a dog training trainer anymore. You're a business owner. Mm -hmm. Got it? And you're in the business of training dogs. And then also remember, the business of training dogs is a human business. Remember that next isn't every business if you think about it um some of them are not some of them can be pretty disconnected from humans yeah they, they can they can be pretty disconnected from humans you know but i think humans play a role yes until the robots take over next um michaela speaking of robots tesla's opening up a brand new factory in austin texas congratulations austin kathy Took the water bottle, used a brand new spray bottle to stop nuisance squawking by my birds. It works. I don't mind happy chatter, but screaming stops now. No bird's name, squirt. Nice. There you go. Look at that. Birds Bur learn too. Uh, they're animals, right? I know. It's true. That's what I mean, though. Birds are smart as hell. Well, birds are very smart. Mm -hmm. You know why they're smart? They know how to piss us off. They sure do. So, you know how to piss me off? You know how to stop pissing Aisa, me off. So, you know what's crazy? And nobody's going to believe this, right? parakeet you know those like $20 birds you buy at like Petco I had a green one named Kiwi growing up and I taught him how to talk he actually talks most people don't think the little parakeets can did he say that you're just... he would say Kiwi pretty bird because we'd always say Kiwi you're such a pretty bird and he literally would say Kiwi pretty bird and he'd do the wolf whistle sometimes what's that sound like like the <laughs> like when he walked by he would do it right he did... was so cool a parakeet Normally those don't talk. Isn't cool. that cool? cool. We trained him. That's what happens when you walk around the house naked. They do the wolf whistle. I was like 12. Oh, that's disgusting. I know. I'm sorry. Isn't that cool? Though? That's so gross. I'm so sorry I said that. Okay. I'm so talk. sorry. I swear to God, my last name is Gelman, not Epstein. Next. Anyway. Um, Randy, our dogs are so much better behaved now. Had an inspector that could not believe that our dog was going to stay in the down position. Thank nice. You. Yeah. I, it, that's a weird concept. It's like, your actually dog's going to actually not move. It's like, yeah, my dog will stay in the down. Don't worry. People are always in disbelief. Todd, 
Um, our dog is very reactive to brushing and nail clippings. Any suggestions on how to tell her to chill out? Yeah, you can be like, yo, chill out, dude. What you can also do is you could do a counter conditioning protocol, which I'm open to, which we have done, which is done all done with clickers and food. It takes, you know, there's a scheduled time that you do it with, and it's going to take anywhere from one week to two weeks to three weeks to four weeks. Or you literally can just say no and bonk your dog, tell it to cut the shit technically, and just brush your dog out. That's what we do now. We used to do tons of counter conditioning, but now we're just like, so now in a way, the counter conditioning happens during the process. Yeah. In other words. If they'll take food, we'll use food. But but now it's like, instead of like moving slowly yeah. and rewarding each step, now we just like correct for being a jerk and then go through the process. So the process actually is the counter conditioning. Mm -hmm. Next. Yeah. Um, Jordan put a camera at work because I thought my dog might have been eating the cat food, and sure enough, she was. The second time I left her and she went after the food, she got a nice e collar correction. Awesome, and Jordan just to get it work, it's like such a cliffhanger. Yeah, she got an e collar correction. Well, let me give you a I'm better assuming it worked, but also this Jordan, think about crating, just think about crating. Okay, next. Riley, doing great, getting rid of reactivity with e-collar, but recently I've struggled getting him out of the car, only going home. 45-pound pit mix, I can eventually get him out with spatial pressure, but it's been a struggle lately. I don't know if it's because of the heat or he's tired from exercising. Either way, annoying. Thank you, guys. Riley. Okay. Are you ready for this? Oh, God. Remember that one video? This is what I'm having flashbacks. Which one? When you were like, push, pull. <laughs> At Julie's house. That might have been your it top was the laugh. first clip. I think the first funny clip we ever made. Oh, when we started making clips? Yeah. yeah. And we haven't stopped since. No. Um, <laughs> what I want you to do is this. If you have a prong collar on the dog, leash on the dog, it's a 45-pound dog. You know damn well if your dog is capable of getting out of the car, which it sounds like it is. So if your dog was really, really overweight, or if it was old, if it if it only had you know if it was if it just had surgery and if he needed help, that's one thing. But it sounds like you've got a dog that can they can get out of the car, but just doesn't want to get out of the car. Whether it's hot or not, I really don't care, because you're going from the car, I imagine, to the house or to some place where it's going to be fine. What I want you to do is leash on the dog, grab the dog, and literally just say, let's go, pop, and walk. This is what the thing is. People like will pull on the leash, the dog puts on the brakes, and the owner stops. Stop stopping. Keep moving. I can see if the dog weighed more than you. Right, then keep moving. Trouble, but... Keep moving. Also, the remote collar is a great motivator. So you want to stay in the car? How much do you want to stay in the car? Up. I guess only 65% of the time. Next. Riley, would it be okay to use tone as a clicker, as a yes marker? You could. You could also use the clicker as a no marker. Next. David Smith. Hey, guys. Was rough playing ball, play fighting with Rocky. Had a new one. Front ball punched me with right front paw. I think we could have added, I think we could add to Schutzen, LOL. Other than that, training well. Awesome. Yeah. Good to hear from you, David. Nicole, what brand e-collar do you recommend? Um, we have them on our website, but you can buy them from Amazon if you want to. But it's the e-collar technologies we like a lot, the mini educator we like a lot. Also, we like Dogtra as a brand. We just don't sell them or um, um, use them in our training center, but many of our clients have them. Next. Um, Caitlin, what do you think of Sport Dog? I think Sport Dog brands run a little hot. It's a good manufacturer. It's a well-made collar, 
but they run hot. What I mean by run hot is a lot of them only have eight or 10 levels. We like the ones that have a hundred levels because we can really zero in. Sometimes on some of the sport dog and some of the dogs, because I've used, people have had them in my seminars, level one is too hot for the dog. Meaning it's, it's, it's almost like, so level one is, feels like a correction to the dog. So now you really can't train the way we train with, um, you know, escape conditioning. Um, to correct a dog? Oh, they're fine. Next. Kathleen, awesome. Can't wait to work on it tomorrow morning after Joelle's functional movement circuit. Thanks. Awesome. It's... I miss doing those workouts with you guys. Hush. Maybe one day I'll heal. Riley, last question. Struggle to read cues when play goes too far. I feel like his behavior starts off playful, but sometimes crosses the line and quickly turns to aggression. Set it up, correct high. What would you yes, do? What yes, yes. Set it, set it up. Muzzle the dog just in case. Have a long line on the dog just in case. Absolutely set your dog up to fail. It's like, so we set dogs up for massive success here. We want them to win. We want them to win. But setting a dog up for failure is also setting them up for winning. That's when like, the learning happens. It's like, like, you need to learn what you can do, but also you need to learn what you can't do. Makes sense, it's so, right? It, sense. It's called common fucking sense. It's called like reality. Or else, how do I take you anywhere? This applies to children as well. And adults. I know. Um, I, I, I did read um, Angela the Ride Act today about something, which means, I, which I don't yell at him about, and it's not really the Ride Act, but he, he, I had a I had, to, I had to set him a little straight on something that happened today. And it's like, but he gets tons of praise, tons of reward-based lifestyle stuff. But when he does something improper, he has, to, and I'm not talking about in in reading or math or skill set, but this is life, in life skill stuff. Behavior. His behavior, he needs to be held accountable. It's just the way it is. And then, he was held accountable. We had a conversation. I explained to him why. And then I said, okay, go back. End of story. Next. Riley, last question. Struggle to read. I already read that. Mm -hmm. Lucy, training my dog with separation anxiety using remote collar and camera. She will lie down whenever I correct her, but I can't get her to stop panting and be fully calm when I'm gone. So <clears throat> that might that might just happen with, um, you can actually correct panting if you want to, but that's how dogs cool off. But if your dog, it, but if it's cool in there, it could be just stress and anxiety. <laughs> Excuse me. You actually can. I've stopped panting with a remote many, many times. And also other times I've been like, you know what? Pant away. Let it revolve its course. Next. Melissa posted the link to of the e-callers. Awesome. Zixter, Thank you. How can I prevent my seven-month-old GSC from being aggressive toward guests? I use a prong with him and he's good outside with strangers. Yep. However, new strangers in the house are a big problem and he will bite. Okay. So knowing that, and I don't know your dog, I don't know your skill set at all. I would suggest number one, when guests came over your house, put your dog in a crate right now. That's not the final answer, but it's safety and it advocates for the human and advocates for the dog. If your dog bites a guest, it's possible that your dog could lose its life. As far as from a training protocol standpoint, what I want you to do is this. Number one, you could set it up. And a lot of people will say, oh, have a bunch of dog treats outside their house and have the guest come in and hand them dog treats. I'm telling you, more people have gotten bitten with that protocol than anything else. Also, if the dog is growling, lunging, biting, and there's food involved, you just positively reinforce that, which will get you more of something. Okay, one plus one is still equal to no matter what anybody else tells you. So what I want you to do is set the dog up, muzzle on, remote collar on. If the dog gets aggressive, high level correction or put the dog on a tie back 
therefore it doesn't need a muzzle. Make sure that the, the, the guest knows how far to walk. Same thing, correct. Now, now you start the counter conditioning protocol. I will, I'll be putting up a counter conditioning protocol video that I took from the on, from the Canadian seminar. It's a short 24 second clip, but it shows what to do after step one of the correction. And it's a clicker food protocol. Next. Um, Mary, no question tonight. Just a shout out to you guys for all the info you give. After putting the prong in the right position, my German Shepherd off chakra cross is loose leash walking and doing great. He's still reactive to other dogs, but mm -hmm. we're working on it. You guys are on. Yeah. So congratulations. That's a big ass dog. So I'm, and that's a that's a pretty healthy mix of a dog. Um, so what I want you to do is just think about when you're talking about leech reactivity. Um, who asked that question? Mary, I think. Um, so Mary, what I want you to do is I want you to start thinking about the first signs of arousal should be your strongest conversation slash correction slash punisher with your dog. Next. Jason, a man I talked to the other day said, get rid of your dog. If he growled at your son, get rid of him. Supposedly, he was a dog trainer, but this is his advice. Really? He only growled a few times, resource, location, aggression. And taking Jeff's advice and a retired German Shepherd trainer, I'm nipping it in the bud. My dog is doing so much better since the training with prong collar and bonkers. Did you get rid of the... Why did you get rid of your kid? The dog. Oh, because he growled? Yeah. No, you can stop that pretty quick. Good. Congratulations. He's doing better. Yeah, I'm glad he's doing better. I'm glad. I'm glad. That's usually people's go-to. Now, I I have I have recommended to families they shouldn't have that dog. After working with it, I've said, you know what? I don't. This dog is not safe to be in your house. Mm. And that's not because you know um, because you can sort of tell when you work with when you work with enough dogs, you sort of you sort of know like yeah. the learning curve, and you also and all some dogs all dogs have caps how good they can be, you know, right now, a month, two months, a year, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a mind reader and I can't predict the future, but when you work with all these dogs, plus owning lots of dogs with behavioral issues, like you sort of can, you sort of can tell. So if I get the inkling that this dog will not be safe in this house, in this situation, then there's a bunch of different alternatives that we can come up with. That's after working That's after the no, training. Not just talking to somebody. Oh, growl that your kid, get rid of that's it. That's why we don't do assessments here. Right. It's like the assessment would be, here's a great example. Who saw the Creed video? I was just going to say, look at Creed. The first day of training. Like, he's nothing like that now. He's great. He's awesome. I truly Who's, enjoy working with who him. Who saw the photo of him this morning? He was outside of the Whole Foods in the Whole Foods parking lot or outside the Whole Foods entrance, lying on the ground with that big, huge smile, and then go back to the drop-off. It's only been three weeks, four weeks maybe. Yeah. So imagine where he's going to be a year from now, and he's got great owners. And that's the dog we're all like, we were... I was like, holy fucking shit. We're like, oh my God, I don't know how far we're going to be able to get him. That's why you never, you know. never know. You never know. Next. Um, Caitlin, I have two very well-trained golden doodles. I put in the work since I came home and weekly, I have been seeing a lot of rehomes with golden doodles, unfortunately. Thoughts? Well, I think a lot of people, a lot doodles. of people are getting stereotypical family friendly breeds and they're not putting in the work and they're ending up, put it this way. We're seeing a lot of doodle aggression. We're seeing a lot of golden retriever aggression, a shitload of lab aggression towards humans and dogs because people are underneath the assumption that they're not aggressive and that they're friendly mm -hmm. and you don't have to train them. Right. And you sure as hell don't have to tell them no. 
like a lot of people with doodles are like, oh, it's a sensitive dog. You shouldn't use correction. If you read all the AK, like every breed, the dog doesn't respond well to corrections. Yeah. I'm like, no, every dog responds well to corrections to stop an unwanted behavior. The breed doesn't matter. The behavior warrants the response. I think people need to start realizing big picture things. It's like, I've never corrected a dog that was, that didn't have a bad behavior. Did I say that? Did that come out right? Like, I would only correct a dog that had a bad behavior. Now, somebody might take a screenshot or a two-second video clip, re-edit it, and make it look like the dog had a good behavior, like yeah. looking up at its owner, and I bonk it. But what they didn't see, which is public information because it's out there in a 20-minute clip, as well as very well-spoken um, narrative that pours the fuck out of Joel every time I bring it up, obviously, <laughs> that, that like you'd see that the dog actually lunges at dogs and pulls its owner out of a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. But the clip that you saw was a peaceful dog. Yeah. That was the, that was the, the screenshot part. Yeah. Next. Um, Annie G. Hey guys, happy Aloha Friday. Have a great weekend. By the way, Pumbaa is doing awesome. Thanks to you guys. Uh, well, actually, Annie G, thank you, but thanks to you. You're putting in the work. Next. Jason. I'm I love just talking about noodles out of your ass. <laughs> Jason, I love you, Jeff. You give me hope. Oh, I love you too, Jason. Thank you. Sarah, thanks so much. So appreciated. Um, you're welcome. You know what I miss? Oh, I didn't get bumped. What? You know what I'm going to miss this the, the, the seminar coming up? What? Hugging the fans. Yeah. I don't even shake hands. I, I barely fist bumped. It seems bump. so cold. Hi. I know. It's so weird. I've, I've had some in-person consults here and I've had some really nice, um, you know, we have people coming to pick up their dogs here. It just feels so cold. Yeah. That's just is. how it just goes to show you how powerful human and, like, connection you can't is. See, like people smiling, you know, like at the go homes, like that's my favorite. I get that shot of them, like smiling with their dog. We, 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 we grabbed the bite to eat the other night, you and I, Oh, and yeah. remember that? And our waiter who came over and I was like, oh, geez, doesn't look like he's having a good night. And literally five to six seconds later, he pulled down his mask. He had such a nice smile. He had the most beautiful, warm, loving face yeah. that I've seen in the longest time. Mm -hmm. And then he put his mask back up. It didn't look like that, but I bet you he still he was still like doing that. Like, there's so much mist. Everyone's like, you smile with your eyes. It's like I'm not trying to get wrinkles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but no, but it's I like just smile with my eyes. But also, like, I just like there's so much about that human can. I think that one of the best things about us traveling around yeah. the world is literally meeting the most fantastic people ever. Yeah. And the connection that we make with these people and helping them. And, and then also knowing that we've, we, we were helping them change their lives. It gets pretty deep. It does. Like a lot of tears are shed of happiness. A lot of emotion. Like if you've seen some of our testimonials, they're, they're tear jerkers, mm -hmm. you know, and this is from just a weekend seminar. So. <sighs> Strange times. I know. Next. Four ninety nine. That looks like David Smith to me. Wow, look at you, David. Starting client with Kelpie, walk trouble and door rushing. My instinct is to start with crate protocol and threshold. Thoughts? Thanks. Yeah, you could uh, start with spatial pressure exercise. 
um, threshold exercises and um, um, a lot of uh, in-home stuff or in-yard stuff and then attack the walk. Next. Sarah, thanks so much. So appreciate it. You're welcome. Jack Wynn. How long do you wait out a dog if he doesn't take food? What commands, protocols can you teach without food? Every command imaginable. Everything. Now I'm not. Then now we're not talking about task training or trick training here, but we're talking about all your all your basic. You know, sit down, place, heel, recall, go in your crate, come out of your crate, shut the f up. Um, well, that's actually stopping a behavior, but you can do it all without food. As far as waiting the dog out, we use the dog's daily food, the dog's daily food to train. So we're not starving the dog. It's like food's right there. Oh, if you don't want to take it from my hand because you're too nervous, fine. I'll, I'll toss it on the floor in front of you. But but I'm not going to let a dog not eat for, you know, three, four, five days. No, usually by... It's, you know, usually by day two or three. Yeah. And dogs can go a long time. We'll just switch I mean, them to feed I, mean, if I, don't, they want. I don't think people realize that a dog can go a solid week without eating. Now, some of your small breed dogs, you know, under 15 pounds, they can't. You know, they need they need, they need that. Their, 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 their organs will shut down. But... but you know, a lot of your larger, hardier dogs, they can go, they can go time. As long as they've got water. And a lot of dogs come to us overweight too. Yeah, a lot. So. A ton. Next. Um, Nicole said, yep, she broke my arm. Probably from pulling. Yeah. Yeah. Elise took my dog to tractors when my construction workers were gone and worked on place near on tractors. Nice. Still scared, but no more flailing, peeing when going outside. There Thanks you go. For Monday. Awesome. Device. That's called progress. So now what you're going to do is make that better. And then where well, the tractor's not moving. In the, no. Yeah, okay. So then when the tractors are starting to start up and move, start a little bit of distance back, work your way up. And now you'll make that better. So now what you're doing is you're setting the pattern in motion. You're setting the pattern in motion. Proud of you. Um, and saw that at your Frederick seminar. Never ever saw that before. Have been thinking about that dog and owner. Which one? I don't know. Oh, probably that crazy pity that kept like coming up the leash and oh, the owner. Yeah. 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 It, people have to really like, you know, there's there's a lot of shoes to be walked in by a lot of people. Yeah. There's a lot of shoes to be walked in by a lot of she's people. She's doing well though, right? She is, she's doing very well. Yeah. But it's just like, man, if people only knew. The struggles that other people have with their dogs. I think people are afraid to talk about it. They're embarrassed. Probably. They're embarrassed. You know why they're embarrassed? Because they're shamed. I was just gonna say they get shamed. They get shamed by trainers. Mm -hmm. It's like Jesus Christ, you're a fucking professional and, and you're shaming me. I guess there is no hope. Next. Lindsay, hi, my 17-week-old mini Australian Shepherd recently started barking at people and other dogs, particularly yep. when they walk by our house. Yep. Any tips for getting her to ignore people and dogs? And any reason that she may have started this behavior? Thanks. She started this behavior because she's 17 weeks old now and she has yet to understand that it's not supposed to happen. So why do dogs bark? Because nobody told them not to. So what do you do? Get yourself a bonker. They're $1.32, thirty-two. A, a cotton towel. I don't know about that. Is that really how cheap towels are? Pre-COVID, they were $1.32. I used to buy towels at Walmart. Because sometimes... If oh, we, it's not the nice bath towels. If, oh, God, no. No, 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 no. But those are too thick anyway. You want the yeah. You want you want the you want, the, the you want sort of like yes. Yeah, so but a dollar thirty-two, two number sixty-four rubber bands. Make yourself a bonker. I've got a video. Seventeen weeks old. You just say no. That's your marker word. Bark, bark, bark. No. That marks the behavior that you don't like. Throw the towel. Pretty firm. Okay. Next. These a great explanation. Oh, thanks. 
Um, L, tips for crate training a new rescue dog with separation anxiety. Have another dog in the same room that's crate trained. So number one, don't say rescue dog anymore. Just say new dog. I know it's semantics, but it doesn't make a difference. Dogs that you spend $10,000 can still have separation anxiety. What the first step is watch my separation anxiety video on YouTube. It's free. Watch it. Then what I want you to do is it's a lot of structure in the dog's life and you've got to learn how to correct pawing, biting, whining, barking, OCD behavior in the crate and a remote collar is fantastic for that. But it's more than that. Watch the full video. Next. Hannah, how do you handle your fear when dealing with dangerous dogs? If you say you have none, how did you get to that point? So if you're afraid of working with dangerous dogs, please don't. Just don't, don't work with them. We, who did we talk about that the other night? Was it um, in front of a, uh, was it an empl the employee dinner? Was it an um, employee meeting? Was it, was it out there? Maybe it was a bunch of folks we were talking about. What Because people have said, I'm afraid to work with aggressive dogs. Is there any tips? I'm like, yeah, don't do it. Yeah. Don't just don't do I think it. It just gets brought up a lot. Yeah, because you can and you can make a really good living and help a lot of people without aggression. Yeah. So um plenty of non How did you get to that point? Um well, how do you get to any point of success? When you have more and more success, it helps build your confidence, and that always helps. Um I was just when I first got in this business 15 years ago, I I, start, I, would, I jumped right into aggression. So maybe my ignorance and my stupidity. My cockiness that got me through it, you know. Um, uh, uh, but now it's skill set and knowing. I think knowing that I can neutralize an aggressive dog without getting hurt dramatically helps. Yeah, it's like if you talk to any MMA fighter, I've got a couple of buddies that are MMA fighters, you know, they've never been into a street fight ever, yeah. ever. And it's like, but knowing that like, this is the thing, it's Pe the confidence people that are really good at like a skill set and knowing that they don't have to use it, but knowing they have it is actually a great feeling. And it actually makes you a rational person actually then can have a rational conversation about things because mm -hmm. they, they know they don't need to use physical force. They just don't. So, I mean, some of the best bouncers in the world are, are never have gotten into a fight, but you get some drunk asshole that you have nothing left. You, you have no choice. Mm -hmm. So you have, you have to have that skill set. But I want, I remember once this one club back, I went to a lot of clubs when I was a kid. I went to this one club and there was a melee, melee fracas about to happen. And uh, one of the bouncers, big guy too. Um, no, I'm sorry, small guy. The big guy used his bigness a lot of the times. But he just walked up to the one of the persons and he's nice, I couldn't even hear it. Calmly just said something to them and they just stopped. And you don't need to make threats. You don't need to be physical. If the person is not plastered or on drugs, you can have a rational conversation with them. And historically, it'll work out. Next. Anyway, um, Sarah, why use a bonker and not just a high-level correction? When Do you use interchangeably or each depending on the situation? Um, I mean, the thing is, this is like, depends what you're trying to stop. Also depends on the owner, if they've got something. If we're talking about the 17-week-old puppy, I wouldn't use the, I wouldn't use a remote collar to shut up barking on a 17-week-old puppy. So it also depends on, you know, the do they do they own that tool? Anybody can own a bonker. They haven't outlawed towels at all, you know. Um, so that's the great thing about that. But 
also, we have dogs that blow through high-level corrections, and a bonker's more powerful. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to Jeff Gilman seminars. Oh, thank you. Kathy, I just rescued a year-old chocolate lab who's beautifully trained in obedience. She was at risk of being euthanized because of pretty scary crate reactivity. Food crate. Food reactivity. Yep. I've seen you recommend bonking. I'm not sure she wouldn't lash out if I bonked her when she's acting out. Ideas. So I've got, this is what I want you to do. I'd rather you use a, a remote collar and a tie back. I've got a very specific protocol on, well, she's in a crate. You're going to use your remote collar historically anyway. But for, for resource guarding, resource guarding is a three-second fix. Three seconds to teach the out command, to get the dog to not guard the food anymore, both physically and mentally, and to move the dog's body away physically and the mind away mentally. It takes three seconds to do it. It's over the remote collar. I've got a step-by-step how-to video. It works just about 100% of the time. If that doesn't work, we'll do a one-on-one counsel. And we'll talk about how to what else to, what else to do. But it works so much. Next. Lisa, four-year-old boxer from the pound, was a mill mama. Sweet to elderly and sweet to children. Sweet to people. Major fear aggression only with other dogs. Horrible leash skills. Lunging. Crocodile rolls. Lots of vocals. Has pulled me down. Love how you say dogs are dicks. They are. Yeah, it's so funny because I've called dogs dicks and people assholes. People get so offended. Usually, I mean, but usually some people, oh my God. you're like If you call the dog an asshole, you're calling the owner an asshole. I'm like, no, no it doesn't work that way. And you know what? Most rational owners will respond saying, actually, my dog is, my dog actually is an asshole. Mm -hmm. It's like, you are not your dog. Right. Fucking separate yourself. Yeah. Okay. You are not. Ooh, that's a meme right there. And it's also, it's like, and your dog's behavior is not necessarily a reflection of you as a human being. That's a video. Sometimes the fucking chips fall where they fall. Yep. Next. Kathy, Joel, my parakeet is a huge, has a huge vocabulary. They're known for being one of the clearest speakers. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought I was just lucky. <laughs> Hi, my name's Ricky. Well, you had a special I'm skill a set. It's a That's Kai. He is a bad, bad cockatiel. <laughs> Is it cockatiel or cockatoo? Are those two different birds? I think so. Are they the white one with the white with the yellow feather? That I don't know. With the yellow feather. The only on the thing head? I know about birds is how to get dogs not to kill them. Yeah. That's all I know. Some of those can be mean. I knew like a big red parrot. That thing was mean. Well, um, I can tell you my chickens are mean. Yeah. Well. The Rhode Island Reds are freaking nasty motherfuckers too. They don't talk though. Fee. Yeah, my they dog do. No, they don't. My dog wheezes in the house and yet has access to the outside. It's hard to catch him in the act. Any ideas? Yeah. So, so fee, what I would do is this is, well, it's because your dog's not housebroken, which is fine. Dogs that have free access to outside theoretically are not housebroken because they, when they are never forced to hold it, they can just go outside whenever they want, which is fine. I'm not against doggy doors. I'm not against a dog having an inside outside life. I'm not against that at all, but your dog was never told to, you know, just like it can, it'll just squat anywhere. Oh, I'll just squat here. So what you want to do is I would start creating your dog, eliminate the, the random access to outside, put the dog on a leash, put the dog on a schedule, and then start house trade, trade, house breaking the dog, create, train the dog, house break the dog, put it on a schedule. Don't let your eyes off the dog. Next. Nicole, thank you guys so much for doing these. I have them scheduled on my phone to remind me ahead of time. Highly respect you. Oh, thank you, Nicole. Kathy, giving her a stim with the e-collar, oh my God, makes it worse. Okay, what, what context are we talking about? Also, your timing could be off, the stim could be too low, and you might be adding fuel to the fire. Um, also, it could be your skill set, and there's a certain way to do every single protocol that we teach. Not just us, but, you know, that we teach. 
So if your timing is off and if you give information to your dog too late, you can actually send the dog into a worse space. So we're not seeing, we're not seeing corrections make behaviors worse. We're seeing them make them better. Now, there is sometimes a learning curve with dogs. Sometimes you do create a little bit of a shit show. Absolutely. But that's the magic of, and that's why we love boarding trains. You have to know how to work the dog through the shit show. Sometimes things get worse before they get better. It's so just, just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. So sometimes the fix is messier than the problem, but the end result is fantastic. Next. Eight o'clock. One more question. Eliza. Hello there. Thank you so much for what you do for animals and their owners. I've learned so much from watching your videos. I have a five-year-old pit bull named Koa, and I would love some advice on how to handle a what-if situation that is always in the back of my mind on our mm. walks. For reference, I own both the prong collar and e-collar, and they are great. While walking him on a leash, what is the safest way to conduct ourselves if I see a seemingly aggressive dog off-leash running full speed at us? So you don't need to worry about the equipment your dog has on. All you need to know is do you have steel toes or not on your feet? That's all you need to be concerned about. All right? So if a dog is running at you, Take your dog, put it behind you, stand in front of your dog, and get ready to kick and kick hard with everything you have. Yep, Jeff just said to kick a dog. Take that fucking clip and call up the BBC, okay? Unless you've literally seen your dog attacked by an off-leash dog before, you don't understand how horrific it is. And I also don't want my dogs to be injured, and I want my dogs to have to fight back. I will let my dogs fight back, but I don't want them to fight back. And if a dog is going to be injured, if a dog is going to be injured, I don't want it to be my dog, and I don't want it to be me. I let, someone's going to be injured here. It's going to have to be, unfortunately, that off-leash dog coming at me. That's the way the world works. Someone's getting hurt here. Now, are there other ways to do it? Sure, but how about if that doesn't work and now it's too late? Mm -hmm. I'd rather be safe. I'd rather assume, never should assume, it makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> I'd rather assume that you're running over, possibly for not the best intentions, but I'm not going to take a chance. Because that taking a chance might cost the life of my dog, or the life of this dog, or a lawsuit, or a huge vet bill, or my personal safety. So that's what you do. All right. Madly in love with you guys. And this is Joelle. My name is Jeff. We'll be on again on Monday night. Everyone have a fantastic weekend. Make sure you jump onto our TikTok channel, Instagram channel. We do Instagram in our main feed as well as stories. Jump onto our Facebook page and our YouTube page. Always putting up new content every single day. And um, I got a couple of ideas for a couple of new videos. I'll film those tomorrow. A couple of new long format videos coming out tomorrow as well. They're already been edited, ready to go. And uh, take care. Good night. Good night.